it's it's so weird because like we went from a weekly schedule to like every other week just like once yeah. in a fortnight i don't know <laughs> no no fortnight only overwatch <laughs> Welcome back to Voice in Valiant, a podcast by the community for the community. This is episode 21, our first off-season episode, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadowcon. And I'm dying inside. I mean, what? <laughs> hey, at least we, we had plenty of Overwatch fun the last two weeks. Yeah, but that was like... It's like quitting cold turkey and then suddenly getting... 10, 9 matches on at once. Like. Yeah, we got, we got a little bit of an adrenaline shot to kind of like give us the fix we needed for now. I don't think we should be making drug analogies. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. I actually wasn't thinking about it that way. I was thinking of like people that take shots of like espresso in their coffee. Yeah, but you said like. Yeah, the word that wording was wrong. That wording oh. was really wrong. Well, we know we've <laughs> lost our minds, and that we want more, more valiant. We want more Overwatch League, and maybe my mind's not thinking straight because uh, we are actually recording on a Monday night again instead of a Sunday night. So, yeah, every time we have like an <laughs> event on Sunday, it's Kenner because instead of being able to record on Sunday, we have to record on Mondays. And I started going to school, and you have work, so we're here recording at like nine p.m. Yeah, and I just spent the entire weekend at the Blizzard Arena for the group stage here in LA for the Overwatch World Cup. So I'm still kind of uh, exhausted from that. <laughs> at least, at least it wasn't confetti this time. You know what? I kind of expected confetti, but surprisingly there wasn't. Yeah, there's no confetti. At least you didn't have like sad that confetti. Ex- yeah. <laughs> sad confetti. Like, you think of confetti as in the fun times and then like sad confetti. <laughs> it feels like it's something that shouldn't exist. Well, I've been there and I can tell you it sure does exist. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is our first off-season episode, so schedule of the episodes really weird. Like we don't have our usual this week in Overwatch League, this week in Valiant and stuff because, yeah, like things aren't normal right now. No, it's abnormal, and I don't like it. Hey, sometimes things that are different and weird are things that are familiar, seen from a different angle. I may or may not have been like binging a bunch of Adventure Time stuff, so I'm full of the quotes. <laughs> well, the show just did end, after all. Like, it's actually something. I think it was Marceline's Mas- uh, mom was like, sometimes things are weird or just things familiar in a different angle. It's like, hey. <laughs> I, think, I think I can use that quote to like get me through knife. Hey, you probably could, honestly. But yeah, so instead we were... Start off with like the closest thing we have to this week in Overwatch League to talk about the changes going down with the Overwatch League. Uh, yeah. Did I mean? Did you happen to hear that there's a couple new teams that are going to be joining this next upcoming season? No, I hadn't heard at all. I thought we actually dropped like eight teams or something. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, we got a whopping eight new teams coming to the league starting for season two. Uh, I honestly thought it was going to be like four or six. I believe the rumors were saying that they were going for eight, but everyone's kind of like, let's be realistic. It's not going to be eight teams. The, I, the first rumors I ever heard were that they were going to go for six teams. Then I heard that it was down to four teams. Then suddenly the eight teams are just dropped. Like I didn't even hear rumors about there being like eight teams until we actually had the names of what cities they were going to be in the rumors. Yeah, because all we got first that were confirmed were Atlanta and Guangzhou, China. And we thought, okay, there's going to be a couple more. We just got to wait and wait. And there was nothing for weeks. And then suddenly, bam, here's six brand new teams on top of the other two we already announced. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, we're probably going to end up with like the four, the six. And like, they had never really had names. They had like people speculating, but there was never like sources say they will be a team in. It was always like speculations. Then suddenly we was like, oh, sources say that these eight cities will have teams. I'm like... Wait, wait, no, it's not just that, like, they're speculated to be eight teams. It's like, these are the cities they're going to be. And I was like, nah, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us now. We got eight new teams coming up. Yep. But uh, the long, long rumored Paris team was confirmed. We now have two EU based teams in the Overwatch League. So, altogether, it was uh, Atlanta and Washington, D.C., here in the U.S. Then we got Toronto and Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. We got Paris, like you said, in France, which I'm sure Tak is very happy about. Oh, I'm sure he's pretty happy too. <laughs> and then we got, surprise, surprise, three teams in China and you have the correct pronunciation, so you're going to go say them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as mentioned before, uh, we already had Guangzhou. The second is Hangzhou. And the last one is Chengdu. And I hope I am actually pronouncing those correctly. Because that's what Google Translate told me how they were pronounced. <laughs> like, I can't even pronounce English correctly. Yeah, I have a lot of trouble with English as well, so. <laughs> they sound like it's going to be fun. With eight new teams. And it's definitely going to be structured differently. I s- don't no, I can't remember who it was that leaked it. Like the the ones who leaked these uh, teams was uh, Jacob Wolf and it was Nader confirmed. And who is that leaked that uh, apparently it's going to be changed from forty regular season games to was it a uh, twenty six games? Uh, that I don't know who was the one that leaked that, but obviously I have not seen anything confirming said change like that um obviously there's still a bit of time for that to change yeah because with like all these teams coming up uh, it's gonna be kind of hard to do the same schedule that the overwatch league had last time it's kind of impossible yeah they're definitely gonna change it the every team will play fewer games compared to this season because yes we do have the added teams new added teams in uh but definitely the schedule is going to be very very weird that is for sure. I mean, this first season was kind of a trial period. Like, they didn't know what was going to work, what didn't. And they did make quite a few changes throughout this first season itself. So I, I'm expecting there to be a lot of changes in how everything is dealt with and how the 
matches are set up, like what timings, all that stuff. I'm expecting a lot of changes with that. Just so it's like more accessible to everybody. Yeah. The timing, I don't think, honestly, will change that much. Uh, but as far as the days they play, that might change. They might try to make it a little more weekend focused. So we'll definitely see more games on maybe Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And then we'll probably, who knows? Yeah, we probably won't be seeing like each team playing what uh two games a week. Maybe they'll do it like each team plays once a week. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't done the math in my head, but each team will. I mean, obviously, definitely play one game a week. But I would, and I want to say that is going to be the schedule because I don't think any team could really play two games a week with the new added team. Then yeah. But it's going to be really interesting with like eight eight new teams and each of them has to have, uh, was it at least eight people in the roster, right? That's what, that's uh, one, that's another change they added. And so there'll be at least six people in your team. You have to have at least eight. Yes. You, by December 8th, each team must have at least eight players signed. So that's so going to be... They got about three months October November. yep three months to have eight people signed onto their rosters so yeah that's eight new teams at least eight that's uh 64 new players right uh yes that's exactly correct yeah six, 60 64 new seats open yeah that's a lot of new seats which is great because there's a lot of a lot of changes to a lot of the teams a lot of drops some teams basically got rid of the entire roster. Yeah, basically. And uh, as we said, we are recording this on Monday, September 10th. Yesterday, September 9th, was the period to start for uh, one, all players not under contract that were already on current teams become became free agents. And the signing window is now open exclusively for the expansion teams until October 7th. October 8th is when the free agent signing window opens up for everybody. So this next month is going to be interesting, to say the least. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of changes going to be happening. We already had a bunch of changes because uh, earlier this month, there was obviously the like in-team, like between-team changes, trades, uh, drops, and re-signings. Re-signing as in like they have been re-signed, not as in they have left the team. Because I kept seeing people like talking like, oh no, this player resigned. I'm like, no, no, no. Resign as in they've been signed again, not as in they have quit. Yeah, they they signed a new contract, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, don't you just love the English language? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's not confusing at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so a few players have been transferred, a few have been dropped uh, earlier. We talked about how Siegel retired. And just, there's not that's like gone on. But what we'll focus on is what happens with Valiant. Yes, so Valiant were very, very quiet. There was no talk really whatsoever. People were just kind of speculating what the roster changes were going to be. We were approaching that deadline for September 9th. And we finally got the news of our roster changes right before the weekend started. And damn, did it hurt. Uh, we were all hyped. It, 
it did hurt. Um, <sighs> I honestly was maybe being a bit biased and expecting worse just because of how much changes a lot of the teams in the league were going through. Yeah. Uh, I- but we only had four roster changes, which I think really wasn't that bad when compared to a lot of other teams in the league. I feel like part of the reason is because we did have some changes early on in the season. So some of the like issues were already worked out back then. So anything else is just like... We we th- we honestly didn't get hit that hard, and people are like making a big deal out of it. But these are not like, so Mayhem dropped six, and then Shanghai dropped another six, or was that on five? Uh, no, they dropped like another six as well. Yeah, it was six. Okay, My, I, I don't. I, I'm not a math major, so. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the engineer? I am the engineer, but I mean, let, let's just say this. Shanghai and Florida. I mean, we're not going to get into details on every team's tra- uh, changes, but Florida and Shanghai both currently only have three players under contract. They went through the most dramatic changes. Uh, Mayhem has they- four now, as of today. Don't forget. That. Oh, as of today, yes, 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 because of that trade. <laughs> but-, but, yeah. but yeah, like they've gone through a lot more than what we did. Like we still have uh, eight players, nine. Uh, uh, technically, we still have nine players, yes, yes because no. one of our roster changes was Grim Reality being released. Oh yeah, and, and he Grim is and Grim was technically a coach, not a player anymore. Yeah, so that's so. A, yeah, we had twelve players, twelve actual players under contract. We released three players and one coach. Yeah, so yeah, that so honestly, we didn't get the worst, but people are acting like people are like witch hunting. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. I mean, I I understand what the point was, is that the team was obviously very good because we were division champions, stage four champions, had that first round of the playoffs, you know, yeah. playoffs didn't pan out the way we wanted it to. So I understand people were thinking, this worked, don't change anything. But you know, things, things still need to ta- change. And the changes that happened were that, like you said, Grim Reality, who had been moved to coach, has been completely released from his contract with them. Uh, Numnoct, who was a main tank, has been released. Uh, Finzi was Finzi was main tank too, right? I'm not confused. Uh, yes, he was yes. a main tank as well, I believe. Finzi was main tank too. We did not actually get to see him on stage, unfortunately, because there were visa issues up until, I think, near the end of stage four. And by then, it was like too late for him to be able to go on stage. And yeah. then we have Verbo, who was uh, the uh, flex support, May- and sometimes main support. But yeah. he's yeah, he's mostly known for his Nucio. Yeah, he he was more known for being an off healer, but yeah. he could flex to a main healer if needed. So those were our four changes, and. It hurts because, you know, I, I'm attached to these players and everything they've done. Like, even Fancy, who didn't get to go on stage because of those visa issues. Like, I'm really mad about visas. And not even just because of the Overwatch League, because I got family in Mexico. And visas are <laughs> a little, yeah. Messed up right now, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was yeah. unfortunate because not only did we never get to see Finzi because of visa issues but let's not forget we never got to see Izayaki on stage as well because he also was having visa issues 
he is still on the roster though. So I hope that means that the team, the coach staff believes in him and that he will be ready for season two. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to see him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was sad because Isayaki really doesn't seem to stream often or something because I never see him like tweet out that he's streaming. And like I've seen that he's duoed with Kareev a few times. So I'm like really interested. Like I want to see him play more. Like, he's, he is good. But I want to yeah. see him on stage. So I'm really excited for next season. I hope to see him on stage. So it'd be, it'd be nice to finally see because those, those are reason he was signed. And like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I know biased towards the forts. <laughs> <laughs> but still. Yeah, but like we said, in retrospect, it still hurts that, you know, we did release these guys. We knew something was going to change. We all kind of had our own speculations and thoughts on it. Um, but I believe in the overall picture that it wasn't that bad or that harsh, especially when compared to how many roster changes a lot of other teams have gone through. Yeah, because like uh, some teams have like they drop like we we talked about mayhem and uh, Shanghai dropped like an entire six man, but we also have other teams that have dropped their coach, and then like we had. Fisher get traded to Seoul Dynasty? And after all that drama that was going throughout the years? Like, it wasn't even the year. It was just a few months ago. Yeah, it was basically during, like, right before the playoffs started. Yeah, right before playoffs. And then during playoffs. Because Slasher reported the rumor, and then Fisher went nuts on Twitter, ranting against Slasher. And then about a month later, Fisher is traded to Seoul Dynasty, and Slasher said, I I was right. <laughs> yeah. Was it uh was it Wizard Hyung? That's how you pronounce it, right? Wizard Hyung? I uh, believe so. I'm I'm very bad at pronouncing things in general. <laughs> Don't worry, I am too. Yeah. Yeah, he a speech therapy was just went down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was released and immediately he wasn't looking for team anymore, so I'm wondering what happened with that. <laughs> and then, like, I know uh, Shock, Uprising, and then uh, Gladiators, like, all released, like, three players really, like, soon after each other. Um, Outnaws, like, moved some players to the staff. Like, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of changes that the other teams went through, so we didn't get hit that hard. We still have, we still have like, the main core there. Yes, we still have our main core, so. We still have I mean, Handsome Kareev. Yes, we still have the most handsome in Kareev. We still have, quite arguably, the best tank duo in the league. Uh, we still got Custa. We still have Soon. So our core is still there. We I, still have Agilities. Uh, don't forget Agilities. And we still have Agilities. <laughs> don't you know don't Canada, get me started on it. Canada doesn't exist. We know it exists, but don't get me started on agilities because i unfortunately had a bit of an awkward uh uh encounter with him yesterday at the world cup let's not get into that please he got he got his awkward handshake and awkward selfie with genities yesterday <sighs> curse me my my social awkwardness uh, you know i've met him like three times now i'm still awkward around him and i'm like i think 
I'm a little less than two years older than him, so I can't even play the I'm older than you, so I feel awkward around this little youngling card. So, like, oh, I, I've I, had, a, I had a legitimate conversation with him for a while, and it's still awkward, so you don't have to feel bad about yourself. <laughs> but I'm 30, so I can pull that, that you know, awkward like, young kid card. <laughs> I still I forget you're 30 sometimes. Yeah, I'm an old man. <laughs> I forget you're 30. <laughs> yes, for those of you that don't know, I, I am a, I'm an old man at 30. <laughs> yeah, so you got a 20-year-old and a 30-year-old. So you got a 10-year gap here for this podcast. You got quite a, quite a like, large, I don't know, viewpoint difference? You do, but we definitely make it work. And we're, we both nail all this, all this good stuff about the team and whatnot. Yeah. So you can't ask for anything better than that, right? I mean, you can always ask for better. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, could always, I could always ask for a co-host that isn't awkward around your genities. Hey, <laughs> you've admitted to being awkward too, so you can't pull that card with me. I never did tweet out that picture. I don't know if I should, but I probably should, just to get it out there. I mean, if you want. I might as well, and then apologize to the chilies for being awkward. For a second, I just said chilies. I'm like, welcome to chilies. Oh, agilities. Yes, welcome to chilies. By the way, <laughs> uh, I'm going there to meet with agilities at chilies. <laughs> yeah, leaks, leaks. That's where the next fan meetups at at chilies. <laughs> agilities okay. at chilies. Oh god! Welcome oh, god. everybody. Okay, get so your you... get your party get your party tickets right now. Okay, you were uh, about the server in Valcor, right? Yes. The first message in the about the server in Ranian's Discord is from Whoops, who used to be on their like um, social media team. Hi, welcome to Chinese. That is the first I... message. Oh my god, that's amazing, actually. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, day, was this day, so was this leaked that long ago then? Yeah, because like, the other day I was like, you know what, I haven't read the rules in a while. I should probably like double check them and see what's going on. Then I realized, like, wait, what? Welcome <laughs> to Chili's. How did I never notice this? Whoops. Come on. Oh, whoops oh, was god, great. You're right. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> this is all the way back in November. November 13th, 2017. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Vanyan's great. <laughs> oh, I mean, no doubt. That's why that's why we do this, right? Yeah, I do this because I have no knife. Hey. Hey. Let's not get into into those kinds of things, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what uh the angst cord is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> let's forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, roster changes went bad. Uh, tangent here, tangent there. Shanae's here. But yeah, on and on. Like, it hurts to see these boys go. Like, we've watched them grow. They've been on that. They've been on him. Like, was it a? Grim and Verbo have been on Immortals for a long mm. time. Let's say Verbo, I know, has been with Immortals for two years. Grim, I want to say, has been with the team 
about just as long, if not longer. Yeah, because I, th- Grim was part of the the Sodi Pop gang, right? I believe he was. Yeah, him. Yeah, because he was one of the last few there, along with the Jill. But he was moved to coach, and then he like he threw out his chair. I mean, what? <laughs> For those who don't know, um, when was that posted? It was posted like recently, like we posted. Uh, when Immortals got their like contract with uh with the chair provider, which I'm thinking the name out, which I should probably have remembered because it's like a sponsors of theirs. <laughs> but like when they got that deal, uh, they. St- did this little video where, like, Grim opens his email and sees us getting new chairs, so he just throws his chair out the window. But the the chairs aren't going to come in until a week later, so he has to play the games on a beanbag chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I get so cute just seeing Grim on a beanbag. Ah. I've sat in those chairs. They're comfy. They look comfy. I have not had the privilege of it, but... <laughs> guess what guess when i got to sit on those chairs hmm it couldn't have been you know only like a month or two ago could it yeah it was when i was doing redacted which isn't redacted anymore because the video is finally out Woo! this is where we need the air horns and the party noises. editor note <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to tell him he knows where to put them come on hey uh you know just a case he's a busy guy you know i mean he's at a concert right now uh my my brother who does the editing is out at a concert right now not watch like watching a concert actually playing a one and he's gonna come home so I'm tired and then he's gonna have to like edit this tomorrow I feel bad for him Oh, well, he signed up for it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember he was dead tired from class. Like, my last class of the day is stats. Perfect way to end the day. And then I come home to this. (laughs) But yeah, let's get on to the abandoned videos before I contemplate dropping out of school. (laughs) Yeah, let's get to to redacted. Your moment to shine. Okay, so redacted is Heart of Valiant. Uh, a video that Valiant did to just like talk about Valiant's like greatest fans. Like the full name is uh, "Heart of Valiant: A Moment with Overwatch League's Greatest Fan." Uh, what happened was a what, how long ago was it? Uh, it was at the beginning of July, I think. Yeah, about I believe yeah. it was beginning of July because it was definitely in between stage, the end of stage four, and when the playoffs kicked off. So at the beginning of July, I get a message on Twitter uh, asking me to be part of something for Valiant. Uh, it wasn't like completely explained. I was supposed to get an email for it. And I was like, yeah, I want to be part of this. It's uh, like it was like some kind of interview thing. I wasn't completely sure what's going to go on. I wasn't told everything until I got the email. And the email, I just like it was like a no survey for me to talk a bit about my experience with Valiant. And so they can get a feel of like what I was going to say and like whether I'd be good for this video. And in the end, I was. So they asked me to come down that Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Uh, and to record a video. And I was like, oh. Oh. And that's <laughs> when it kind of hit me. I was like, oh, I'm actually going to do this. Oh. So, um, 
I was just like told what I was supposed to wear, where to go, when I was supposed to arrive. Uh, when I get there, um, my mom's with me because I'm gay and can't drive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are those mutually exclusive? What have you never heard of that? No. Okay, those, okay, so there's two types of gays. The gays who can drive and the gays that can't. And the gays that can drive only like that because of necessity. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's like a running joke that gay, like those the gays that can't do math, the ones that can't sit right in the chair, and the ones that can't drive. Unfortunately, uh, I'm the one who can't drive and can't sit in a chair. I don't know why, but it's just making me think of this philosophy thing that, you know, everything in this universe is either a potato or not a potato. Well, I like it is. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what started, but it's just kind of a running joke within the community that, like, if you're gay, you can't drive. Also, like, you can, t- like, those two types of bisexuals, the ones who are, like, this, the, the rolled up jeans and the ones that have Converse and, like, with cardigans. And I'm like... I, w- I wear cardigans in Converse. Oh my god. <laughs> well, this has been a learning experience for me. <laughs> so yeah, I can't drive. <laughs> and every time I'm, I, I, it's like a force of habit now whenever I mention that I can't drive, I'm just like, I'm gay and can't drive. <laughs> well, it's good to know. <laughs> so yeah, that's like, it's just a running joke in the community. I don't know where it started. It's just like something that is there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah my mom's still with me and like i'm like am i supposed to go in what am i supposed to do like i i i called the guy uh because he said give me a call when you arrive so there i am like right outside waiting for the door to be open and like that's kind of dawns on me like oh sh- i'm actually doing this i'm like i'm not in i'm giving a no tour i get to see uh baymax again and there's auto pops there and multiple Mountain Dew fridges <laughs> around the campus. It's really, really cool there because it used to be apartments that they've kind of repurposed into offices and uh, like practice room. Like this, what I guess would have been like a garage area was turned into practice rooms. They have like the Dota and CSGO area and the Valiant like specific room for the Overwatch stuff. And like off to the side, there's like, I guess what probably would have been the main house for the apartments uh they have like some of the other stuff done like a was it the clash royale area like the mobile gaming area uh and then they have these separate rooms that they have like they're like off the side and one of them is for recording it's really cool in there because there's like these black tops everywhere and there's the green lighting and then there's like a big camera there and it was so cool and I was, like, nervous to all, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Don't worry, I would have been nervous as all heck as well. And but you still made us proud in that video. That's all I yeah. can say. <laughs> so they just, like, asked me to say who I was, where I'm from. And, like, they took up, like, a few clips of me saying stuff, like, t- to see what to put into the video and stuff. And... Obviously, like, I, the reason I was there was because I'm doing this podcast. Like, they asked me to talk a bit about the podcast, what it is, and why we do it. And I was like, yeah, it's a podcast by the community, for the community. We wanted to give back, have fun, talk about Valiant. And, like, I just talked a bit about it. And it was such an experience because, like, 
there's like two parts to it, like the interview portion. And then there's this like snow motion portion where they had me dress up in my Vanyard gear and just like do funny things, like anything I wanted for them to like put into the video at one point. And they ended up putting in when I like threw my scarf around my neck. And I was like, hey, that looks pretty cool. That was actually a pretty cool shot. I, I will admit. Yeah. <laughs> and you would not believe how many times I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it for that cool shot oh yeah it definitely came out really cool so i did that and there was also a bunch of other people I brought in there was uh marina and dustin who if you guys don't know you probably do know them and just don't realize it they are pretty much always in the front row for valiant games they're almost always there i think i think near the end of the season they were almost they were there for every single valiant game but like occasionally they are at viewing parties when they can't make it. And they are Mango's parents. The cat that wears the Valiant jersey as a cape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the most adorable thing ever. Actually, today is Marina's birthday. Oh, yes, that is. That is true. Uh, we almost let that slip our mind. Yes. Uh, and like they're so adorable like they're, they're such a power couple and like they released a little clip on twitter today of some of the stuff they recorded that day that didn't make it into the video of them just like talking about their experience with the Valiant like community and there's like this portion where marina's just talking and dustin's just like looking at her and like it's so cute like get yourself a man that looks at you the way dustin looks at marina like those were definitely relationship goals right there I will, that, that is for sure. Like, oh my god, they're so cute together. Then there's uh, also Briggsy Cake. Uh, Brittany, uh, I'm making out on her, the rest of her name. I'm making out on her last name. But yeah, um, Briggsy is uh, always on the front row along with Marina Dustin. You can see her like super hype in the crowd. She's an amazing person. Uh, we actually got to meet Marina, Dustin, and Briggsy at the at the very end of the the what's it called? Taking on name, the All Star Weekend uh, party. I don't know how I blanked out on that. And I thought, how many cool people? And she also talked a bit about her experience with the Vining community and just like how it is to be a fan. Uh, along with them was a. Uh, He's known as Captain Planet. I'm messing up on the name. Cap- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not the right person. Captain Valiant. Uh, Captain Valiant is what he goes by on Twitter. He likes to wear the Valiant, uh, what's it called, Fnag as his cape. And it's like really cool. It's like, it's so cute. He happens to sleep with a picture of Soon on his bedside table. That is... Uh... <laughs> That was quite interesting when he mentioned that in the video. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't sleep with a picture of Sue next to your bed. I can neither confirm nor deny this. <laughs> so yeah, like it's so it's so cool. Like seeing like some other fans. Um, damn, I'm making out on the rest of the names now because it's been a while since I watched this video, so I don't um, have the names fresh in my mind. But um. The personal tr- uh, I was going to leave her for the end, but thank you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm blanking on names, too, because now I'm, trying to, I'm yeah. trying to remember. There was a personal trainer and a guy who teaches uh, video games at a college. 
at a yeah. university. Uh, I'm like breaking out on the uh, names and I don't want to open the video because I know it's going to narrow into my ears. Yeah, but uh, he is professor at USC. Mm-hmm. And I believe he said he's also leading or he's a coach for their esports team as well because that's now developing at USC. Yes, but and I, then yeah, I can't remember his name either off the top of my head. Yeah, and then there was there was the uh, the personal trainer who talks about like how much he likes the like esports and Overwatch League and stuff too, and like the people he trains. Yeah, Megan, I feel so bad. I can't remember the name. You know, obviously, I'm gonna suffer the blaring into my ears and open the video. It's like. Ah! God damn! Why does he need the volume so high on his computer? Oh my god, that hurt. Because he is a musician. <sighs> okay, <let's> see. <laughs> uh, Marina Dustin Cas. Ah, here it is. Ah, I went too far. Gordon Be- Benami. Gordon Benami. Benami. B e l l a m y. Bellamy. Bellamy? Okay. Golden Bellamy. Uh, he is the uh, the professor at what university was it again? I believe he said USC. USC? Yeah, I'm not going to turn on the sound for this. <sighs> I was like using the names that pop up on screen. Because <laughs> <laughs> god damn that hurt. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Brin- Brittany Gonzalez. That's what her name was. And then we got... Uh, Oh, they did put up uh, Captain Valiant's name. Christian Norris, was it? Ah, come on. Yeah, Christian Norris, Captain Valiant Overwatch. Uh, where, oh my god, I was like clicking through it to find the names and I suddenly see him with the picture of Soon. Oh, that, that, that's a perfect picture though. <laughs> ah, Jeremy Winter is the personal trainer. Oh, okay, there we go. There we go, I think that's... And then, of course, there's Rey, who you guys know her as Vala. She is the one who dresses up as Queen Vala. Ugh. Can't speak today. And, <laughs> like, it's kind of interesting because, like, she pops, she's like one of the first things you see in the video. And she's out of cosplay. She's out of, like, the entire armor and stuff. And it's kind of like, Every time you see her in a Valiant video, she always has that costume on. But now she's like out of it. She's herself. Yeah, that was a little a little weird to see her not in the costume for once. <laughs> yeah, and like everybody in this video was talking about like their experience with the community, and like what it means to them, what they do for the community, why they do it, like all that kind of stuff. And it was really nice to just take like a whole video dedicated to fans. And then like an amazing blooper at the end where he talks more about that picture with Sue. <laughs> oh my God, I still can't believe he actually had it and he brought it to it. Like, oh. <laughs> I, was, I was a little sad because the day that most of these recordings were happening, I think they all happened on Monday except one of them but uh, I know that uh, who was it Briggsy Ray Marina Dustin and uh, Captain Valiant were all coming in in like the afternoon but I had to come in earlier because I had to pick up my little brother afterwards so I was still like at noon ish and then later I see like pictures of them being like hey we're off to redacted and I'm like oh my god guys no I just left <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah. 
But it was, a, it was a fun video to record and a fun one to watch because obviously I didn't see the rest of them. I only saw my portion because I was <laughs> in it. <laughs> so that's the only part I knew that I was like coming. Oh, and also Ace managed to get into the video. Yeah, Ace made an appearance. Uh, technically, I did. It's just hard to find me. <laughs> I still, I, you know, I forgot to look back and try to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I think, if you want to sit and look into the blizz- the Blizzard Arena crowd and try to pick me out, I mean, be yeah. my guest. But. I would I would pod when I'm talking. Uh, they cut to like a scene from the All Star Weekend where like I'm watching the game and like reacting to it, and Ace is sitting next to me, so we also get to see him. Yeah. Well, of course we had to see Ace though. Yeah, we got we got to see the Vanya Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so I, we gotta get him to get that Jesus jersey. Yeah, we should have gotten him to get it. Oh well. Next time. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun video to watch, and it was worth blaring in my ears to get those names. <laughs> I really thought I was going to remember them, but then, like, I realized, like, wait, what was the names again? Yeah, yeah, our memory serves us pretty dang well when we want it to, right? Hey, hey. To be fair, I had like three classes today, and one of them was stats, and then the other one was cultural anthropology. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll give you the break on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <sighs> yeah, gotta love my Monday Wednesdays. <sighs> <laughs> three classes, but yeah. Speaking of three, we didn't just have one video come out in these two weeks. We had three. <laughs> right. The second one that came out was uh, about the playoff watch parties. We don't really. I don't think we have to talk about that one too much. Because no, it was just because you can see me in the sad confetti in that one, and I'd rather not relive that moment. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's the sad confettis. Oh no. Yeah, the, they they give the arena wide shot with the confetti, and you can see me with my hands on my head and everything, being sad with confetti coming down. But yeah, it just like it shows like snips of all the watch parties they had they had them in orange county in the empire in los angeles and san diego and you know i went to the one in the empire and it was damn fun i think at one point you can see dwarf in there and ace probably i want to say we got to see them in there but i think me and my brother weren't there yet doesn't think because we were on eight we got there before the game started at least Oh, I think we were being blocked by someone. I don't know. But yeah, like, so it's just like, it just kind of like goes over what the, like, the parties were like. Uh, they did a few, like, uh, interviews of the, like, the fans who were there. Like, what, I I think they did, like, what, one or two of those? It's like, kind of close-ups of what they were doing. And just like, it just showed how fun those parties were. And I want more parties. I um, love the viewing parties from Valiant. They're so fun. Well, speaking of viewing parties, the third video that came out in these past two weeks was from the all-star viewing party. It wasn't just the viewing party. Come on. It was like it was more it was like inside well, the yeah. all-star weekend. I mean they gave us other things too, but I mean Custa and Mickey were reunited. That's literally the title. Custa and Mickey reunited inside Overwatch League's All-Star Weekend. <laughs> yes, and it was a very fun reunion for for the two of them for sure because i mean it's it's mickey nobody mickey. can hate mickey mickey is great we all freaking love him he's a great uh, guy mickey is the reason i smile in the morning 
Not Rene, but just like <laughs> that's kind of unhealthy. It's kind of an unhealthy <laughs> knife to nip. But you know, I don't think I've ever had a time where I look at Mickey and I don't smile. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. But yeah, like it was really funny to see them like getting along together. They're back on a they're back on a team together and you know they're gonna play against each other in Thailand soon. So that was yeah. interesting. And Thailand hates Custa and they're coming for him when uh <laughs> as he jokes in the video when he gets there to play in the, the World oh, Cup. Oh <laughs> that was so cute. Oh yeah, you got to see like what they were doing a bit in the All-Star weekend, those side of things. They also showed a bit of the viewing party, which is really funny, and I got like the day night scared out of me <laughs> by Sabrina because <laughs> she like tags me when the when the video drops. There, it's like, hey, you guys get to see Bookworm in this. I'm like, oh no, I fear. <laughs> I wasn't in as much as I thought I was when she tagged me. I was like, oh no, how much should I get in here? Did they actually catch me losing to to Coach Moon in this? But luckily, they avoided that. So there's no video evidence of me actually losing. They did show the game, though, just not the end part of it. Hush, hush. Spoiler Nick, alert, Bookworm lost. Uh, I think what they, they also showed a bit of the Connect Four, right? Yeah, they showed Connect Four as well. Oh, that Connect Four was funny. They got to, we got to see Custa news at Jenga. Yes, the, the question we wanted answered in the last episode, we got yeah, the answer to it. We finally found out if Custa lost at Jenga, and he did. Yeah, I, I was, when see... I was literally watching that video... And it showed Custa playing Jenga. I'm like, oh, wonderful. We'll have our questions. And there's the answer to that question. <laughs> and we got to see uh, Creeve and Agenities in space playing Uno. And, and Space, uh, I think it was Space was trying to cheat. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I actually saw that happen when he was trying to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I think he was handing him off to uh, to the guy. Who was the guy on his side? Like, there was like, somebody on the side of him was like, he was like trying to hand off his cards to them and like hide them behind each other and stuff. And it's like, yeah, he was trying to hide them behind each other and put them both down at the same time by hiding them behind each other. Uh, space, come on, play nice. <laughs> but, it, was, it was such a fun event, and I am still dreaming of that chicken and waffles. God, yeah, that, that, that French toast I had was so good too. Yeah, but, yeah you, got mean, to, you, you get to see me in the, that video too yeah we got to see you we finally got to see my brother in there you get to see a bit of me some of crispy bacon uh of course ace again mm-hmm. and the the chair that was meant for dwarf yes do you see that chair next to me that was that was open and ready for dwarf because he was, was there that, in spirit i just so sad and then I didn't get I didn't get tickets for the games this weekend, so we couldn't like all the times we've hung out. Like the three of us don't ever end up in the same place together because I've hung uh, out with Dwarf, hung out with you, and you've hung out with Dwarf. But yeah, I saw never, Dwarf this Saturday. We, we, <laughs> we, we haven't all been like the three of us in the same room together. It'll happen one day. Dwarf's home welcome party thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you know what that's what we could do for for this con viewing party we can just go to dwarf's place <laughs> you think you think he'll be down for that uh he will be now are you gonna are you gonna like message the ink squad i'm doing it right now i'm in <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh viewing parties with like the pals is so much fun. Like, 
I will agree to that. Yes, it is. It definitely makes it much more enjoyable when you're when you're there with people that you. And no sad confetti. Stop bringing up the sad confetti. <laughs> but the confetti. I have nightmares about it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that all, that Austin weekend was a lot of fun. And it was all, it's, it's wholesome to watch the video. And like, you get to see the other perspective because we were kind of in the back. Like, technically, we were in the front of the house, but like, the, peop- the, the players were coming in from the back of the house. So yeah, we were like, pretty far away, so we didn't get to funny catch when Jenny's kind of walked past when he was supposed to sit down and somebody had to grab his backpack and pull him back. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we didn't get to see that. Like, we we kind of heard it. the ruckus, but we didn't get to see, see what happened. Yeah, it was so cute. Oh, Trinity's <laughs> my boy. Oh, that was it was so cute. And then, like watching everybody come in, and then having Gaguri there was so much fun. Even though she couldn't stay for long. Yeah, but everyone loves Gaguri too. So yeah, <laughs> she's precious. I love her. Oh, this is like a tangent, but like the best thing happened on her stream the other day. Um, somebody came in and just like was like, "Will you be my GF?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." Like, and like saying something like that, and I was like, "GF," and I typed in "GF equals Great Frog," <laughs> and she read that aloud. She's like, "Yes, I am the Great Frog." Like, I am Great Frog. I'm like, "Yes." She said it. She said it. <laughs> she said she's a great frog. And it just became a thing that people were like, GF equals great frog. And like, yes, you are the great frog. I'm like, ah. <laughs> she is best That's, frog. That is great. I was like so happy she actually read that. I was like, oh. <laughs> now, whenever anybody asks her to be the GF, we can just hit them up with the great frog. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a copy pasta now. <laughs> But yeah, tangent aside, Gregory was great, and seeing her at that viewing party was so much fun. Yeah, but that's it. That's it for those videos. Unless they suddenly drop one in within the next two seconds, let me just hit refresh. No, nope. well, <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing too. To be sure, <laughs> you, know, you guys don't. I don't think you guys realize how many times we finish recording, and then like maybe a few hours later, or the next day, Wait. sudden. Are you refreshing again? Are you checking the I'm, Twitter? I'm checking the Twitter now this time. And, well, they posted something 30 minutes ago <laughs> before we started recording. It's on Fort. It's just 2K Volo. Would you dunk on? What, what is going on in this tweet? Is, it, is this another one of the, 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 the meme tweets? I'm going to check that out now. No, it looks like they're, oh, they're playing, they're playing uh, NBA 2K. And they're designing the Valiant for the game. So they got they're setting up uh, the court and the the jerseys. That's what's happened. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, trying we've to, had, trying we've to had get too us. many times. Well, like suddenly Vanian will drop info after we finish recording. Or like Rennie, Rennie. Yes, thankfully not this time. <laughs> like oh yeah, suddenly uh, the Baymax is now the need support. I don't know. <laughs> Do no, you they... remember? Oh god, I was about to mention that tweet too. <laughs> it's so good. Why? Why are the tweets so good? Yeah, okay, so nothing nothing that game breaking has been announced yet. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. So well, we, did we, can... ha- we did have that earlier tweet too with the, the meme, because everyone's watching the Pokemon marathon. <laughs> oh yeah, that was so funny. Oh, yeah, it was so guy. good. 
Didn't they get the two metapods with the two Reinhardts? So. <laughs> yeah. They get the, it's a stalemate. Like, yeah. But yeah, <sighs> so I think that's it for the videos and any Reinhardt news because nothing's happened. Right? Right? Yep. Wait. Are, are you seeing F5 again? Yep. Nothing. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. It's like too many flashbacks of times where we finish recording and then suddenly, oh yeah, they have a new sponsor. Oh or yeah, a new, <laughs> new video. How many times we've done an episode and been like, you know, we don't have an answer to this, but uh, hopefully we will. And then we finish recording and like, a couple hours later, the questions are just like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much it's so much oh yeah okay i guess now we can finally move on to the overwatch world cup and you know this episode's coming out way longer than i expected well we had two weeks worth of stuff to cover so <laughs> we did we did you know honestly with all the expansion we probably could have like put in the one week thing but we didn't have any vanit news specifically which is why we had to wait for the two weeks pretty much yeah <laughs> But yeah, now we can like go on to the World Cup, which will probably be another, I don't know, half hour. Damn, it's turning out to be a long episode. What a good one. <laughs> I want to <laughs> sleep. Come on, please. <laughs> we, can get, we can get through this, don't worry. I mean, the World Cup, it was pretty dang one-sided. It was, it was very one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> to say so, the least. We finally got to see our boys' agenities in space play again, but on different teams. Space on USA and Agenities on Canada. The mm. games were like extremely one-sided. Um, I guess yeah. like the, honestly, the only game to talk about besides US versus Canada was maybe them versus Brazil. But even then, like, even I mean, though the, really, the only other game that's <laughs> worth mentioning was the Dark Horses between Brazil and Norway. That was the closest game the entire weekend. That was a reverse sweep by Brazil. Yeah. Final score three two. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very one sided between all of them. Like, I didn't even get to watch all of them because like, my phone was buffering, and buffering, and I don't know if you guys have gotten this, but on mobile there's this one ad. It's the uh, Axe Gold body spray, and something about that ad is niched out. So that whenever it plays, it kind of nags a bit and then it like freezes at the end. So I can't watch the stream because it's frozen on the ad. And I have to like refresh a few times until finally like it just lets me watch it without watching an ad. Because that's the only ad it will play. <laughs> so like uh-huh. for, for not the like non-US and Canada games, I just I was like, screw this. I'm not even going to bother and didn't watch it because like it, it kept freezing on that ad. <laughs> Uh, I did have that problem. Yeah, because you were uh, there. <laughs> because I was there. Uh, Dwarf was there as well. He was there on Saturday for day two. And that was fun because he was all dressed up and had his beard dyed red and blue. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, the games were, like, I guess, fun to watch because uh, we haven't watched, like, Overwatch League in forever. So seeing the World Cup was really interesting. But uh, I think all yeah. the games were so one-sided like yeah they were a lot of them were very very one-sided it's like you you know got switzerland who only got uh four maps and not 17 mm-hmm. austria five and 16 norway eight and 13 it evens out on brazil with 10 and 11 
But then you jump to Canada. 17 to 3. <laughs> you go from 10 and 11 to 17 to 3. Yeah. <laughs> what a difference, right? And then there's US that has the one difference for them with uh, 18 to 2. Yeah, and going into that last match between Canada and US, Canada had not dropped a single map to anybody. US went in with one map, which they dropped to Brazil in day two. But at the end of the day, that map differential didn't hurt USA. Yes, USA came out 5-0 and in the, like, the whole scores. They didn't drop a single match. They dropped two maps. But not a single match. And then mm-hmm. Canada, the only maps they dropped were against the US. And arguably the, the ones that mattered most. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so US has the top seed in the, like, the US stage. Uh, what's it called? Group I'm stage? Like, group stage. I completely <laughs> blanked out there. I was like, wait... <laughs> I got you covered. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so but, I guess uh, we can talk. We can talk about U.S. and Canada definitely because we got to see our boys' agilities in space go up against each other. Yep, and I'm sure that was a little weird for them going up against each other after you know obviously being teammates for months now. Um, because like they both came in like with ridiculously good scores, like team overall, and like. One like high night that I love because the cast is like it's over nine thousand. It's like space had like nine over nine thousand damage done. Well, like when this was when they were up against Brazil and like uh oh on what they opened the name so I can actually read it. Onoato, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because the H isn't pronounced in Portuguese, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, Onorato uh, only had like. It's, it's, 100 down like was it 3,903 yeah, was... like just shy of 4,000 uh, like it's it's looking at some of the stats and like uh right before the Canada game they put up spaces stats against notes and both of them were like number one and number two in pretty much everything yep <laughs> so these both teams were like at obviously like undeniably at the top of this group stage and seeing them duke it out so much fun to watch it really was uh, unfortunately USA versus Canada was also fairly one-sided uh, US did win 3-1 to one. Uh, it was like it was weirdly one-sided though because you could see that there was an obvious fight going on but at the end of the day, like, it didn't matter. Yeah, and especially map two was King's Row. Oh my god, that and the, one. And oh. the US managed a full hold on King's Row and they, then capped that single point that they needed and won map two. Yeah, it's um, like, oh, Oasis was like pretty fun to watch because you get like one map to US, one map to Canada. It looked like it was going to be one-sided with the U.S. getting the second map almost like almost there. It was at 99, but Canada managed to like flip it and keep it. And it got flipped back, but they flipped it right back. And there's not a fighting going on there. Yeah. <laughs> but this U.S. still won Oasis. King's Row is like, oh, my. A full horde! A full horde! I'm shaking my desk right now! <laughs> 
Yeah, I did not see a full hold coming there, but I mean that happened. Sinatra was I mean, Sinatra's a a, a DPS Ryan confirmed. <laughs> oh my god, DPS Ryan on Oasis. That was amazing. And yeah. it actually worked. He got away with some crazy stuff. He really and- did. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, then we move on to uh, we we moved on to Temple of Anubis, which is the only map that Canada p- picked up there, and like it looked like that one was going to be really one sided towards Canada until Space got that triple kill. Yeah, that bomb. massive, massive triple kill bomb. <laughs> like it was, it just got into overtime. Then suddenly you hear Uber scream, "Unbelievable!" It was like three killed on that so they managed to cap point a for temple of anubis unfortunately they did not get to cap point b so it did go to canada yep you know we still believe (laughs) we sure did we never stopped believing (laughs) it's just like i find it funny that like uber says unbelievable but the u.s is like like they're they're like what's it called uh motto and it's not motto in the catchphrase uh the thing, the thing they say is we believe. Yeah, tagline. Maybe it tagline. Is tagline. <laughs> I guess tagline would be better. It was like unbelievable. No, no, we believe in our space. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you because of where I was sitting in the arena before the teams walked out, I was able to hear Team USA uh, back behind in the player entryway, and I heard them chant "We believe." So, hey, they believe. <laughs> It worked for them. Oh my god. Last game, Rialto. I was actually really sad because I did not watch the end of this game. My phone bugged out <laughs> and the stream crashed and I could not get it to work again because of that stupid ad that kept like niching out and uh, my laptop's shot. It's dead. So I had no way to watch the game. <laughs> and like I ended off with it looking like it was going towards Canada. So I was like, oh, this is probably going to go to a map by. That's going to be interesting. So I put down my phone. I'm doing some stuff. I pick it back up and suddenly I see that US has won. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so you got to tell me what they did at the end there. Because I haven't had it. Like, I was at school all day. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. What did they do at the end there? Uh, well, as everyone knows, Rialto is a very defensive favorite map. Uh, the U.S. pushed it almost to the third point. They got stuck in that final archway entering the building where the, the final point is. Canada managed to get past the first archway with that bridge overhang where it goes up the hill and lead up to the building. They got it just up that hill and lost it. Uh, what it finally came down to was Surefour on Sombra, invisible, with his EMP ready, trying to get to the back line and trying to get into the core of Team USA. Unfortunately for him, Rockus showed up and caught him, detected him, which forced him to translocate off because by then the EMP was not going to work because every everybody would spread out. Muma would use his jump jet as Winston to get out of there. Space would have used his boosters to get out of there. So that failed. And ultimately what happened was we had XQC diving in, trying to make something happen and just being destroyed. And how, many, how many times did that fail for him in the Overwatch League that he jumps in alone? 
Uh, it failed pretty much a majority of the time. <laughs> but really, the key play was Surefor being detected by Rockus and forcing him to translocate off of the payload, even though an invisible Sombra cannot contest a, any kind of objective anyway. Yeah, so they uh, wouldn't even know he's there until he uncloaks. Yes, and he would have uncloaked to pop the EMP. That did not happen. Then Canada just started diving in one by one and basically kind of C9 to the point. Not really, because uh, Muma ended up popping his Primal Rage and basically and just used it to push anybody, everybody that got close enough to the payload to keep, to let overtime die out. And that was how the final fight for the U.S. went. Damn. It was pretty intense for all of us there in the arena. Yeah. I got I gotta watch that. It's like I'm so mad that like it's I don't know why I, this this ad has been there for a really long time, like over a month, and they still haven't fixed it. And every time I open it up and it's that ad, I just like auto close it and restart my app and hope to get a different ad because I'm like I'm tired of missing games or coming in games late because this ad freezes my app. And I can't watch it. And like my laptop's dead. So I can't watch it there. It's like, I'm so mad. <laughs> that sounded like really cool. Cause like, it was okay. Like uh, at first I was like, oh, it looks like Canada might take this because he didn't manage to like, complete all three points. And Canada was like uh, having pretty good pushes. And I was like, maybe, maybe we'll go to game five. And suddenly it's like, oh yeah, three to one. I'm like, what? Yeah, Canada was getting some pretty good pushes, but the U.S. adapted well. They changed comps, and that final comp switch is what essentially saved the game for the U.S. to give them the victory. Yes. It was definitely amazing, so you should definitely watch the pod for it, for not only you, Bookworm, but for anybody listening who missed it. I highly suggest, if you watch one game, or rather one map, from the USA Canada match, watch that Rialto one because that was amazing. Like some of what I got to watch was like Rockus switching to Soldier seventy six to get back on point at one point uh, yes, and got a really he good <laughs> he next rocket off. Then uh, again, Rockus uh, he got a sneak dot off of XQC and space got a bomb onto him when he was snapped which is like exactly what happened when Dynas Fuel went against Soul Dynasty <laughs> I was like it was so I was like seeing that happen again sure <laughs> he likes hilarious. having that happen again <laughs> like how that that's isn't I don't even think that's the second time I think that's like the third time that's happened to him <laughs> it's like he never learns not to jump in <laughs> on his own Seems like it. <laughs> Stop taking a, a nap in the middle of the match. You're going to get a diva bomb dropped on you. <laughs> but yeah, that's a like, really fun place to watch. And I'm really excited to see how they do up this con. Like, if I could, I, like, I really wish they sold like, separate tickets just for the game and not having to go to BNISCON to watch the World Cup finals. But yeah. you know what? That would have been the- cool, yes. So just viewing parties, like hopefully Vanit puts on another one because he did have one for uh, the Saturday game, right? Saturday? Yeah, they did it Saturday. for Saturday. Unfortunately, it was 21 plus. 
and I'm 20. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> I don't turn 21 until June. Next year. <laughs> so like, yeah, I get to go to any like off-season Vanian parties that are at 21 plus uh, venues. But that's it. They're still there for you, though. <laughs> so any like guild hall bar meetups and stuff. Yeah, I can't go to them. <laughs> uh, but uh, next year. Yeah, but that World Cup. I mean, I I suggest you guys watch. You know, a couple of the games. Definitely watch USA versus Canada, especially that Rialto map. Um, I actually managed to make it into the end montage of day two with Dwarf. <laughs> but dwarf is the the one that was really there because he was one that was all dressed up not me <laughs> yeah but i did wear I, my team usa jersey for yesterday I for the game jersey. against Canada. i want a jersey so bad but like yeah. i don't have the money uh one of the players that was dropped was silk thread from gladiators and i impulse bought his jersey <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so yeah i have i have a gladiators jersey coming in soon <laughs> it's Silk Thread. He is my boy. I've loved him since he was on Valiant. Everybody I know. knows this. I know. I'm just teasing oh, God. you. When, when he was traded off of Valiant, like I got so many tags and people asking me if I was going to be a Gnadiators fan now. I was like, bitch. <laughs> you really think I'm going to switch sides just because my favorite players moved? Nah, man. I'm here for Valiant. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm hoping he gets on one of the expansion teams, but that means I have to drop another, like, almost $80 with, like, shipping and stuff for a- another Silk Thread jersey. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Silk Thread will definitely be on a team. Uh, yeah, you know, if he, you know, if he hadn't been traded, I would have money for that Team USA jersey. <laughs> See, Gnadios mess up everything. Shields down? <laughs> sure, it's there. <laughs>